This is our third day of moving. Um, we started moving last Sunday. We had a couple, actually, maybe it's more than our third day. I've just lost count. I'm going to call it the third day. <laughs> Yesterday, the movers came and they substantially picked, picked out a lot of stuff here and brought it to our new place. And today's the day that is like our, our official move. This is going to be our last Sunday in this space. So whether this is your first Sunday here um, or whether this is your Sunday, you've been your hundredth Sunday here. I just want to welcome you and just name that this is a special day that's happening here. And... Um, I'm not going to do a full message today, but we are going to look at a passage really briefly just before we're sent out. Um, we have a bunch of announcements after that, and then before we go in our new space, uh, we'll have some, yeah, some direction given. So Pastor Cheryl will be giving that for us in just a little bit. But I just want us to take a couple deep breaths right now, just begin this moment. And I invite those of you who have been here before um, to think of a memory of this space. And if this is your first Sunday here, feel free to think of a, a wonderful time of worship um, in a space that you're at. And just remember that. And you can thank God for that. So um, let's just take a couple moments, some deep breaths. And I want you to let a memory of Wellspring in this building come to mind. Let's just do that right now. Do you have the memory in your mind? So, someone coming to the surface. One for me that bubbles up, I saw yesterday, was when that straw was taken out of storage. And I remember December of 2020. It's right on that card over there. It's wrapped up in black plastic, but there's straw there. And I remembered when we couldn't meet in person and we met instead in our cars safely in our own little bubbles for a drive-in Christmas Eve celebration in our parking lot. I remember sitting on a flatbed truck on top of a bale of hay, perhaps that very one, <laughs> and us getting to share the good news and remember Jesus' birth at a time where it felt like very hopeless. Or you didn't even have vaccines yet then. Like, we were still learning a lot about the disease. Um, a lot of people had died, and it was a really tough time. And I remember being here with you then. And I have to just want to ask you, if you could say in one sentence, what's a memory that comes to mind? And if you want to just speak it aloud, I'll repeat it in the microphone so that, because we're recording this for our family and friends at home so they can remember too. So in one sentence, what's a memory of Wellspring in this building that comes to mind? If you can say it out really loud for my aging years. Ornament exchange. Yes. So many of those beautiful ones in here. Thank you, Donna. What else? Egg hunt. <laughs> our Easter egg hunts. Christmas candlelight service. What else comes to mind? Stations of the Cross. Yeah. Transform this place and interactive walkthrough. Yeah. Anything else bubble up? Yeah, my son's wedding. Your son's wedding. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing those and to each of you for holding in remembrance the stories and the memories that came to your mind. I invite you as we leave today to do some intentional leave taking, whether that means saying, exhaling a prayer to God in thanksgiving for this space. Maybe it's naming a hope or a dream that you're taking with you. Maybe it's even naming a hope that stays with this place. It was tied to this particular building and you're leaving it here. 
but I invite you to be intentional about it. Whether you're sweeping up a floor, you decide these next sweeps are gonna be an intentional leave taking. Or maybe as you walk out the door, maybe it's touching the plumeria tree and saying thank you for letting us be in this space with you. Maybe it's vacuuming a room, whatever it may be, do some intentional leave taking today. And our scripture passage, which I promise I don't have a message on. So that was half of what I was doing. We just did half already. <laughs> the other half is in the book of Exodus. And we've been going through a worship series on transitions. And it's called Between. And we're basically naming the fact that uh, we as Wellspring are in a between space. We're also naming the fact that we are existing in a point of time where we are in a between space as a society in many different respects. Whether it's sort of coming out from living in the in the shadow of the pandemic what does it mean to be people now who still grapple with covid but it's a little different than it used to be but also life is not the same as it was so we're in a between right the future is still unknown or whether there's people working with deconstructing and reconstructing their faith maybe they grew up in the church and there are some things that you're disentangling from now that you're realizing these weren't helpful these didn't have to be part of my faith and the way i had always seen my faith is changing and the future is still unknown or maybe it's even with our increasing politicization in our country. Whereas maybe there was a time where it seemed we got along better or we listened better or maybe not. <laughs> but the, we can't go back to the way it was and the future of how we will be together is still unknown. So we're existing in a time of transition. And then of course here at Wellspring, this is our last Sunday here. So boom, transition. So here we are, we're in the in-between time and yet God is with us. So I'm just gonna read today's passage and then just highlight something really quick from it before we get to moving. And yes, there's a barbecue today. So we gotta, I gotta hurry up and stop talking so y'all can get the barbecue going on. <laughs> so I'm just gonna read today's text. It's from Exodus 13, 17 through 22. When Pharaoh let the people go, God did not leave, lead them on the road through the Philistine country, though that was shorter. For God said, if they face war, they might change their minds and return to Egypt. So God led the people around by the desert road toward the Red Sea. The Israelites went up out of Egypt, ready for battle. Moses took the bones of Joseph with him because Joseph had made the Israelites swear an oath. He had said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up with you from this place. After leaving Sukkoth, they camped at Etham on the edge of the desert. By day, the Lord went ahead of them in a pillar of cloud to guide them on their way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light so they could travel day or night. Neither the pillar of cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night left its place in front of the people. This is the word of the Lord. So thanks be to God. So here we are, we've been going through the story of the children of Israel in the book of Exodus, we're looking at numbers, and even though there's a lot of things about their transition from out of slavery in Egypt into a new way of being together as a new worshiping community, as, as the people of God, there was a lot of transition they were going through, and we just want to acknowledge that like we are not going from slavery or oppression, we, are, we have a lot of privilege and a lot of blessings as a people, and yet there are things we can learn about their journey, some different pit stops they made along the way that are very applicable to all different situations, particularly transitions. So we just want to acknowledge that our God is still a God of rescue and a redeemer and one who breaks through and is, is looking out for the disenfranchised and the oppressed. So God is in the business of doing that. This is not just about metaphors and just about the principles we can draw from it, but this is the very real rescuing, redeeming God that we follow. So that God is alive today and still at work. And so I want to name that. We're going to pull some principles from this, but man, this is a story of freedom. And that's wonderful. We get to participate with that too. So Got to say that. So one thing really quickly, when we first look at this text, 
Oh, I love this passage. So basically, God has turned Pharaoh's hardness of heart against him and has utilized it so that now these children of Israel who've been in slavery for 400 years can finally leave in freedom. And as they're leaving, God knows that they have been through a lot of trauma, generational trauma. They've been through a lot of oppression. And God knows they cannot handle. Um, and they're refugee people, right? They're displaced. They can't handle any hostile neighbors. They can't handle any skirmishes. God knows they can't handle it. So God takes them away from the land of the Philistines, which would have been more direct to get to where they're going, and instead takes them to the Red Sea, which to them will look like another obstacle because they don't have any boats. <laughs> but God takes them away from the Philistines and leads them to the Red Sea. And what I love here is, in, I think it's in verse 18, it says, the very end of it, it says, the Israelites went up out of Egypt ready for battle. But the thing is, they weren't ready. And God knew they weren't. What I love about this is that it shows that sometimes uh, we are not aware of our needs and limitations, but God is. So as we go today, I just want to remind you, be aware of your needs and limitations. Invite God to show you what your needs and limitations are in your transition, in our transition. So today, don't lift anything too heavy. Be aware of your limitations. We're human. Limitations are part of our life. So as we go, number one, God is aware of our needs and limitations. Are we and can we be open to that? The next thing um, in the text is that they took the bones of Joseph with them. If you can remember, we went through our sermon series about Joseph's life called Mend It for Good back in Lent. And one of the things that Joseph foresaw a day, right, because he had been instrumental in saving all of ancient Near East from, you know, the catastrophic famine. And so he was there. He was besties with Pharaoh. They're able to, like, save the whole world as they knew it. And yet Joseph also foresaw a day that, like, their people would not be welcome there. He foresaw a day that they would actually need to go back to the land of their ancestors. And Joseph told his family, like, take my bones with you. I think it's kind of cool that 400 years later, they'd kept that story alive and they still had his bones. Like they weren't interred in a tomb somewhere. They still had his bones because they brought them with him. And that reminds me that as we go today, notice who we go with, who is accompanying us. What hopes or help might they represent? Who is going along with us? They took the physical body of Joseph with them. And what they couldn't see were the hopes and the, the prayers that he had prayed, but those were also accompanying them. And so as you and I go today, I just want you to take a look around this place. These are people that you're accompanying with, people that are going with you, people that are going with us as we walk to our new building. So we are here for each other. Um, there's people we can choose to be on our journeys, like therapists and friends and trusted family members. And there's also people sometimes we don't choose that just kind of come along for the journey. We discover along the way that all oh, those are really helpful. Um, lastly, the last thing we see in the text is that uh, God provided a pillar of cloud and fire to go with them. I love that passage. That just that little couple of verses there. I actually preached that sermon here at Wellspring when you first called me to be your pastor in May of 2018. And we spent a lot of time just on like one verse. <laughs> Today we're doing the opposite. We're spending very little time on a lot of verses. <laughs> but just this lovely picture of God showing up in a physical way to say like, I'm present with you. And I want to invite you. Like, Let's be looking for the signs of God at work because God is present. God is with us. And sometimes we have to pay attention. And for the children of Israel, as they went on, they still got scared. They felt regret, misery, um, exhaustion. So the pillar of cloud and fire didn't you know, make all the bad stuff go away. But it was a constant reminder that they were not alone and that God was with them. So I want to invite you, like, what are the reminders of God being present with you, even when you feel all the feelings um, and even when it's hard? So. So I want to challenge you with as we get ready to leave today. Um, I'm going to call Pastor Cheryl up now for some announcements.